the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So, without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. The Bible teaches us that God who saved us accepted us just like we were. But the same God who loved us enough to accept us and save us just the way we were, loves us too much to leave us like we were. Although God accepted us just like we were, He never intended for us to stay the people we were. He's always wanted to cause transformation to happen in and with us. God wants all of us who he saved to experience transformation and manifestation. We should want the same thing too. That is the transformations and manifestation that God wants to happen in and with me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Transformation and Manifestation. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Last time we got together, praise God, we was learning about being transformed by God's word. Because God doesn't want us conformed to this world anymore. Every one of us was raised up and reared in a world that was trying to conform me and you into being in the mold that, he want, they, that, that, that it wanted us to be, doing what it wanted us to do. Well, every one of us was guilty of that. That's why all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. But at the same time, God, once we now are saved and we give our lives back to him and we get on that potter's will and let him do his will in the midst of our life, he's going to begin to start making sure that we're no longer conformed to this world. That's part of the transformation process to make sure we're no longer conformed to this world, that we're no longer fashioned like this world. We're no longer conforming to the same pattern as this world because we've been transformed by the renewing of our mind. That's what God wants to do. He wants to transform us, change us, transfigure us until the point that we ain't the same people that we weren't before. He wants to metamorphosize me and you in such a way as we start off as this little worm, praise God, that's limited to this world and can only get around in this world and do the things that we do in contact and involved in this world. But God wants us to set a place for ourselves, separate ourselves off from this world and allow the transformation process that he's designed to be able to manifest in me and you in such a way as by the time it's over, we come out as a beautiful monarch butterfly flying higher than we used to could fly, getting further in life than we could ever get before more beautiful than we ever were before praise god that's what god wants to do through me and you in such a way as you look at that that that, that caterpillar and look at that and and look at that butterfly too you say you sure that that caterpillar was once a i mean that that, that butterfly was once a caterpillar are you sure 
Be like, mm-hmm. It did. It cooperated with the process that God designed, the metamorphosizing process where he was changed. Now he's no longer trapped to this world, subject to this world, no longer just crawling around on this world as another worm or the dust, subject to every prey and everything that can happen on any given day. Now we get back control of our lives and begin to start living our lives like God wants us to do, flying high and going far like we're supposed to do. But we found out in order for that to happen, we have to renew our minds. Why is that? Because we are what we think. And the Bible says every man think he right in his own eyes. We walk around thinking we right in what we do, but we find out later on down the line if we allow the word to do what it do, it'll show us that we ain't thinking as right as we supposed to. That's why I thank God for the word. Because it'll allow us the opportunity to be transformed from within by the renewing of our mind. That word renewing right there means renovation. It means renovation. I love that. Praise God. Now, of course, we already know that whenever renovation projects, project is in, in operation, it tear out the old stuff and replace it with the new. That's an overview. But let's go into deeper into what that word means to me and you. The word renovation means to restore something to good condition. To restore something to good condition. When God made you before you was in, initially, you was in good condition. That's before you were conformed into this world. And begin to be acting like this world. Because you was in good condition. Remember the Bible says ain't nothing good but God. So God designed you to be in the condition that he wanted you to be in. But unfortunately we was born in sin. Shaped in iniquity. And because of that we never got a chance to be the me in you that we were supposed to be. And that God always designed us to be. We became a, a, a warped version of who we were supposed to be. A watered down version. And even a tainted version of who we were supposed to be. In fact. Some of us, the things that we used to do in sin are actually the things that we were supposed to do for God. Not the exact thing, but I'm talking about the same principle. Hallelujah. Like you ain't supposed to sell dope for God. Praise God. It's anybody here. But you're supposed to be, a, you're supposed to be an entrepreneur for God because God designed you to make money. Praise God. Is anybody hearing me over here? You were supposed to make money for the Lord. Praise God. You was making money for the devil. Praise God. Hallelujah. So when I say you're supposed to do the same thing, I ain't talking about the same, same thing. I'm talking about the same thing in principle. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of y'all was attractive and you used to just attract people to you. Praise God. And had your pick of who you wanted. Well, God designed you to be that way so that you could attract people to you so you could attract them to him so that they can then be able to get saved like you. Amen. Amen. It's the same thing. But anyway, the word renovation means to restore something to good condition. There are words that are related to renovation that, are, that show us a little bit more about what he wants to do with me and you. When he renews our mind. That word renew also includes repair. God wants to repair our minds. Yeah, he do. He wants to repair our mind. Because everything ain't working right between here and there. I say everything ain't working right between here and there. Kind of like somebody with a hoopty, praise God. You learn to get by with your car that don't work like it's supposed to. You just keep putting oil in it. You keep putting extra gas in it. Hallelujah. You just keep doing stuff in it to keep it going. You riding around with the windows down in San Antonio, praise God, rather than having air conditioning because your air conditioning unit ain't working, praise God. But you just, it'll get you there, sir. And see, some of y'all are so used to getting there that you, you don't even know that it ain't even supposed to be like that up in there. Some stuff need to be fixed. Is anybody hearing me up in here? God wants to fix some things between ear to ear for you so that you can be able to think like you're supposed to think and do like you're supposed to do. He's going to repair your mind. Some people's mind got damaged by stuff that happened in their life. And, and, and they haven't been the same in life. Praise God. 
Some people's stuff been damaged. That word repair right there means to restore to a good or sound condition after decay or damage. It's to fix or to mend. It means to restore to a good or sound condition. Sound as in solid. Solid. God wants to restore you to a good or sound condition after decay and or damage. Sometimes the decay comes because of the words that we heard, the things that we learned in this world that we was living in too. That's why the Bible tells us, let no corrupting communication proceed out of your mouth, only that which is good to edify. That word corrupt, of course, in the literal Greek is corrupting, which means that it's like acid because it takes something that was good and makes it worse and worse and worse. That's what the world is designed to do. It's cause you to hear things that make you worse and worse and worse. Instead of getting older and wiser, you're getting older and dumber. Instead of getting, you know, older and wiser, we're getting older and dumber. Praise God, we're getting stuck on stupid and doing things we ain't supposed to do. But God said, I'm going to come and repair your mind. I'm going to fix it. I'm going to mend it and return it back to what it's supposed to be to. Other words included in that word renovation include upgrade. Somebody say upgrade. upgrade. That's what God wants to do. He wants to upgrade our minds. So doing so, he increases the functionality of our minds. And thereby, he increases the value of our minds. He increases the, the functionality of our mind. Because some of our minds don't quite function properly. Praise God. One plus one ain't two to me and you. Praise God. Because we, we say one and one is 11. And stuff like that, where you put the ones next to one another. But these things ain't functioning like they're supposed to. That's why we can look at situations that are obvious to everybody else, but they're not obvious to me and you. Old folk, you say thing, people don't have common sense no more. Praise God. But the problem is, is they need an upgrade of their mind and an upgrade of their thinking. God wants to upgrade your thinking so it can function the way it's supposed to so that your mind can be more valuable than it presently is. You know, a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Praise God. And some of our minds is just wasting away because they're not thinking like they're supposed to on a given day. And here's another one, and that is improve. Somebody say improve. God wants to improve our minds. That word improve means to bring into a more desirable or excellent condition. To bring into a more desirable or excellent condition. Now, when it's experienced by you, it'll be desirable by you too. And you'll see it as excellent too. But sometimes when God wants to improve our minds, we don't necessarily see it as an improvement. My wife likes these, these, these house shows and stuff like that where they hire these people to come in and, and, and redo houses and stuff like that. Or, or they might buy a, a fixer-upper and then they get these, some, these people, praise God, and they fix it up and by the time they finish, they're like, oh my goodness. Especially some of them shows where she got this one that she watched, praise God, where, 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 where they got a competition going on between the two. Well, one say you're going to list it and the other one say you're going to love it. Oh, you, you, you watch stuff like that, you know. Amen. Anyway, so, and so usually there's one of the two that's in that household that being like, look, we're getting up out of here. This, this crib is through. I'm tired of it. I don't want to deal, deal with it no more. I'm, I'm through. Ain't nothing she could do that's going to make me stay. But then usually by the time girlfriend get finished with that house and work her stuff on that house and they open that door up and they walk back in too and they're like, oh my goodness. And they go from room to room and be like, oh, because she improved it. She upgraded stuff. 
She repaired stuff that wasn't working. She fixed things that wasn't operating like it's supposed to. Now everything is operating the way it's supposed to operate to the point that after they had a little conversation, you know, on camera and off about what they should do. Well, you know, you know, you know, it is, you know that. And then they come back and say, our decision is. And then after the commercial, we find out what their decision is. Praise God. Their decision is. We're going to love it. Praise God. We're going to stay. Why? Because we never thought it could be like this. We didn't even know. It. In fact, sometimes some of the changes that she made, they weren't in agreement with initially. She come back and said, I got some, I got some good news and I got some bad news. And she tell them what the good news is first. And then they sit there and look and they said, well, the bad news is that remember that when I said I was going to do this with your room. I ain't going to be able to do that, but I'm going I'm to just do something else. And they said, no, I don't know. I think I'm going to definitely move now because if, if they don't do this, they don't do it. You know, but they don't know because they ain't never fixed nothing in their life. You can tell because they house raggedy in their mug in the first place. Praise God. So you know they don't know what they're talking about in the first place. But what, they, but what a lot of us don't do, a lot of us don't understand to do is like leave it to the experts. God is the expert that we ought to leave it to. And we be like, I don't know. I don't know. I, we know you don't know. We're looking at your life and we already know you don't know. But God, you like, she like, look, just leave it to me and then I'll finish. And then sometimes they come in early and everything is being ripped out and tore. But we're like, oh, they're like, oh, my God, this is just horrible. But by, once again, by the time they finish, by the time she finished, more times than not, they be loving that house. They don't list nine. They be like, I want to keep this thing. This is sweet than a mug. And that's what God want to do. He wants, see, your life is more beautiful than you think it could ever be. God can be able to transform your life in such a way where it'll be something you never thought it could be. Right now, you want to list it. You're like, give me a new life. God say, no, no, just let me do what I do. Because after I finish doing what I do, you're going to love it. And you're going to be glad I did what it is that I do because you never thought it could be this good. But what you got to do is learn to accept what God is doing. That's why it goes on to say, verse 2, it says, and be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That, which means this is one of the reasons why you want to allow him to do what he do. That ye may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You already know that word prove means to approve. He says, the reason why I need you to renew your mind is so that you can approve the good and acceptable and perfect will of God in your life. God wants you to improve it. See, God wants you to prove the good and acceptable and perfect will of God that he has for your life. But chances are you won't. That's if you don't renew your mind. That's why he says that ye may approve. Because if you don't renew your mind, you won't approve what God wants to do with you. If you, renew your, if you don't renew your mind, you won't approve what it is that God has to do for you. You have to open up your mind and renew your mind in order to be able to allow God to do in, life, in your life what he wants to do. Well, why won't I approve it? Well, that's, I'm glad you asked. Turn to Romans chapter 8. Keep your finger here. We're coming back. I was hoping you would ask. Praise God. I'm glad you did. Didn't disappoint me hundredfold back into your life. Romans chapter This is one of these reasons why it's so important for you to renew your mind. Romans chapter 8. Begin reading in verse 5. It says, for they that are after the flesh. The flesh is speaking about the carnal things, the worldly things, and the things that's in this world. It's on this world. There's things that's in this world. That's what it's talking about. External things. It's all in this world. Stuff you can be involved in and see. For they that are of the flesh, you might as well say world, 
do mind the things of the flesh. You might as well say world. But they that are after the spirit, the things of the spirit, which means that's what they mind. For to be carnally minded, to be worldly minded, to be flesh ruled, and to be removed by what you see, what you done already experienced, and what the devil done already taught you that's locked in your mind right now, to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. The carnal mind, that worldly mind, that worldly mind that we had before we let our minds get renewed by God, it was in enmity against God. Listen to this. For it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. God will be coming to try. Let me tell you what I want to do for you. I don't know about all that. I don't, I don't know about I don't agree with all that. I don't think it take all that. I don't know. I don't know. They said, well, look, we need to be able to, we, we had intended to move out this wall so that we're going to have this full open concept. But when we found out, we found that there's a load bearing wall. So what we're going to do, we're going to have to put, we're going to have to move it up a little bit higher and we're going to have to put the support beam over the top of that. And we're going to have to put it up higher. It's going to cost you a little bit more money. And they'd be like, well, how much more money? And they'd be like, you know, maybe about, you know, five, ten more grand. And like, ten more grand? I don't know if this is worth it. I don't know if this is worth it. See, because see, they carnal minded. See, their mind is stuck on what they know and what they've seen already. So because of that, they can't see no further than what it is that they see. But what they need to do is just say, what she need to say, she nice. She be trying to be nice. But I be thinking like, chick, you ought to say, hey, hey, you don't know what you're talking about in the first place. Do let me show you some of the places that I've renovated. And let me show you the before picture on them too. In fact, you already know what I could do because you've been watching my program. That's why you called me in the first place. So why don't you quit all this drama and just accept whatever it is that I say? No, y'all don't want to work with me. Could you imagine if God said, hey, hey, shut it. I want to hear all that drama from you. You ain't never did nothing right. You ain't never acted right. Why don't you just let me do what I do? Look, I created a whole universe. What did you create? A mess. So I'm going to clean up your mess and I'm going to make sure all this stuff work right. If you just shut it and just let me do what I do. But no, God doesn't say anything like that. They do the same thing that she does. Try to convince us. To accept it. Try to convince us to walk around, go along with him. Look at your neighbor and say, I don't know if this is convincing you, but it's convincing me. Praise God. Call of mind is an enmity against God. That word enmity means hostile. You don't even have to be there to see the beginning of the show to see which one wants to move. All you have to do is tune in when she tells them something she's going to do. That's a change. They'd be like, you know, there it is. That's the one right there. That's, that's the one. Because they hostile against her. They hostile. Like, we hostile against God. Why I got to go to church? Why I got to sit there and listen to that word? Why I got to go to that church? What was wrong with my 15-minute message church? Why you send me over to that guy to keep talking and be on two CDs and stuff like that? What? And you send me over there to that place that would go ahead and dim the light so I can get me a nap while they're doing praise and worship. Praise God. And, and then turn the lights back up and I, you know, 
I'd be acting like I was in the spirit when I was actually <laughs> in La La Land someplace. Yes, God. Well, I got to be over there. God said, because I know what I'm doing. And I know how to get this thing working in your life. So just cooperate with me and let me do what I do. And quit being so hostile to the things of God. By implication, it means a reason for opposition. Those people that be wanting to move, they looking for reasons for opposition. They looking for reasons for opposition. <laughs> She'd be like, no, I can handle this. I can put this up there. I can put this over there. I can put this. I can do this. And everything will work out beautiful for you. And they'd be like, well, I want to see it. I want to see it. They're all hostile. And as soon as she come back and say, you know, we were talking about putting that other room. You wanted that other room. Usually they list 49 different things that they want changed and don't want. To. And well, how much, how much budget are you going to give me? 15,000. <laughs> She'd be like, I don't think we could do all of that. Well, then that's cool because I want to move anyway. And some of us be trying to get God to be able to jump through all these hoops for us in order to get to things happening for us. No, but we just hostile to him. We're looking for a reason for opposition. No, what you ought to do is just relax and just let God be God and accept what he want to do for you. Let your mind be renewed so that you can accept the good and acceptable and perfect will of God that God has in store for you. Turn back to Romans chapter 12, please. Verse 13, excuse me, verse 3 reads, For I say through the grace given unto me, which means God authorized me to say this, For I say through the grace given unto me to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God have dealt to every man the measure of faith. See, that's one of the things that gets in the way of us being able to be renovated like we're supposed to do and allow our minds to be renovated like it ought to be so that we can no longer be conformed to this world like we're supposed to. Because some of us think more highly of ourselves than we actually ought to. We see ourselves greater than we really are. We see ourselves greater than what we really can be. God sees the you that you can be, and he sees the you that you are. But then he's trying to make the you that you are the you that you can be if you just work with it. Like she'll walk through that house, they'll show her, walk through the house, pray ask God, and, and she'll look in there, and, 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 and she'll look around, and she'll be like, oh, my. Like, oh, oh, my. She's like, oh, my. And you be thinking like, girl, you through. You're going to lose this one. And then she'll turn around with the confidence that's unmatched and look at my man and say get ready because you're about to lose again she said because when I finish this room and when I finish this house they're going to want to keep it and he be like no way they out of here and he go show them all kind of houses sometimes houses that they having them get all excited too but then later on down the line when they see the one that he made or the one she made I'm, talking, I'm getting ahead of myself the one she made they want to stay because they find out, wait a minute. See, some of us, though, we think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. So because of that, we, we, don't, we don't give God a chance to do what he do. In fact, we don't think he even need to. And we find just like we are. That's why God said, don't think more highly of yourself as you ought to. Now, even though he put the of yourself in italicized, if you got a King James, meaning that it was just to bring more clarity, it still does bring more clarity. Because some of us think way more highly of ourselves than we ought to. Just know that God can do better than you already are. Just know that although things may be gooder for you than they've been, they can still be better than they are. And God wants to do even more for you than it is that you, than you know he can do, but you've got to cooperate with him. 
you got to cooperate with him. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true. There really are transformations and manifestations that God wants to bring into the lives of me and you. That's important because once we see that it's really true, then we will be willing to cooperate with God so that he can cause transformation and manifestation to happen in the life of me and you. So come on, saints of God. Let's learn to believe God's word is true. Let's let God be who he is. And let's let him do what he wants to do. That is to bring the past to transformations and manifestations that he has planned for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation, Anointing, and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. The fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. A.G. Dubby hanging. Child care is provided at no charge. And VIP transportation services available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are also walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought to be young and saved is boring, must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.